Manimal here. It's Friday, April 7th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, last night, Kevin and I ventured up to Frisco to the Dr. Pepper ballpark, and we took in Frisco's opening day. So join us today as we not only talk about Frisco's opening day, but we talk about the Down East, Hickory, and Round Rock ball games. So join us, Texas Rangers with the boys. Thomas and JC, you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank everybody for listening and just for, for being on this ride with us. Um, this is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media as well. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TX Rangers WTB. And you can also catch us on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me today, also my host, a man who was in 40 to 50 degree weather all night long with the gusty winds um, and didn't even wear a jacket. The 300 pound manimal, AKA bull, the man with insulation built in. How you doing today, buddy? And where can they find you on socials? Well, I'm doing good. If I wore a jacket, how would they see that sweet t-shirt I had on that said <laughs> Texas Rangers with the boys on it? If I, man. if I were, if I were to wear a jacket, people wouldn't be able to see how uh, uh, great my t-shirt was. And if people only knew how much I spent on that T-shirt, they'd be like, yeah, it's a good call, man. I'm a good call. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, life is good. Uh, went out to the ball yard last night, plan on doing it again today. So um, nothing wrong with that. And, you know, nobody ever has any uh, stories about how they wish they'd went to a ball game. They always have stories mm -hmm. about when they went to a ball game. Right, right. So, That's exactly right. You know, I, I, and as I've said before, I used to be on the road 50, 50 weeks a year. So there wasn't a lot of opportunity to go to ball games. So mm -hmm. now that I have the opportunity to go to ball games, and, you know, it also helps being a former professional athlete because, you know, made, made lots of money to go to these mm -hmm. ball games. So that's a good thing, sure. too. So, um, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of living that baseball dream these days where I don't uh, I don't have to do anything but go to baseball games. And that's pretty great. Yeah. Generating good content for uh, this amazing podcast that we uh, are so uh, grateful that we get to do and have so much fun doing it. And well, so I think today today mm -hmm. is a great uh, like today's a great example of um, when we don't have when when we have Ranger games to talk about, we won't have an opportunity to talk about minor league baseball. Mm -hmm. And today we don't have a Rangers game to talk about last night. So we've mm -hmm. got time to talk about minor league baseball. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about uh, what we're doing with minor league baseball a little bit later. But this is a nice preview of what we're going to do for minor league baseball this year. Man, that's a heck of a, a heck of a plug and a heck of a teaser because because I'm sure everybody's kind of wondering a little bit about what what are you talking about? But we'll tell you guys a little later about what what we're getting at. here. Yeah, because yeah, right now I have to tell people that they can find me on Twitter mm -hmm. at Manimal mm -hmm. Bull, mm -hmm. on Instagram at Manimal 300 and Facebook yeah. and TikTok Bull Pro are the are the mm -hmm. go to. So. Yes. Uh, find me on any of your favorite social media platforms 
and uh, we'll yuck it up about some Rangers baseball. <laughs> love it, love it. Hey, so before we get into uh, kind of our minor league focus day today, because again, uh, one more time, there was no Texas Rangers baseball yesterday, but there was a ton of minor leagues going on, and all the Rangers affiliates are getting uh, getting rolling aside from the Arizona three. Complex League. Yeah, yeah, three opening days today. Yep. So, so uh, let's talk about first around the league a little bit. Um, looks like the uh, we have a few injuries, and uh, there's also an update on the the date of the trade deadline, which is doesn't seem like much, but 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 one day can make all the difference in the world, can it? Yeah, because normally the trade deadline is July 31st. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, three, what is it, five o'clock Eastern time on July 31st. But uh, I'm guessing the reason it's moved back is because July 31st is going to land on a Sunday this year or a weekend day. I'm not 100% mm -hmm. sure. I haven't looked at the actual map. Oh, map calendar. <laughs> I haven't looked at the actual calendar to see, but uh, yeah, it looks like July 31st is on a Monday. So they're going to push it back a day to give them one extra day on the trade deadline this year, which I don't know if it'll have any significance at all, but it'll just be another day of fun uh, because there's nothing like watching the trade deadline go down and see where, mm -hmm. where guys get moved to and see what, uh, what the competitors are doing. Do you watch the ticker? Like I watch the ticker, like and watch Twitter like crazy on the like those those last couple of days leading up to the trade deadline, where you can look at all the trades and because there's stuff that happens that yeah, doesn't make big news. It's know? very it's very rare that I watch MLB Network, but whatever the trade deadline's going on, I normally have uh, I have the TV focused in on on MLB Network that day. So there were a few uh, injuries, some of them uh, a little more serious than others. Well, it's that um, time of the year, right? Uh, people are starting to play ball and, and they're playing in cold weather and, uh, you know, little things, little tweaks and turns and stuff like that happen quite a bit whenever you get into this portion of the year. And, and you know, some of them weren't cold weather related. Uh, it looks like Jazz Chisholm probably – I don't know. Uh, it looks like Definitely he's going to be down for related. a while. Yeah, it looks like he kind of <laughs> uh, maybe separated a shoulder. I haven't seen the the full report on it, but uh, I did see some people saying like yesterday that he may be out for the season. What? Uh, and that's kind of really? the curse of the the curse of the MLB the show, right? Like <laughs> he gets oh. put on the cover of MLB the show, and all of a sudden his season's over. But you know, I'm sure there's going to be more come out on that and. And, you know, today, today I haven't been on Twitter very much this morning, but yesterday, I mean, I spent the majority of the day getting ready for round or uh, rough rider baseball. So I didn't spend a ton of time looking at the injury reports. I know that there's a couple of more injuries. Uh, um, maybe the Mets catcher Omar Navarez is down and they're going to have to bring Alvarez up the top prospect. Um, mm -hmm. And then you've got a couple more that we were talking about, well, Michael before, Harris. I wanted to bring up one real quick. I, I kind of just dug real quick into Jazz Chisholm. So it looks like uh, they did dodge uh, a serious injury. Um, it looked like there was a scary moment, but it said that he um, that he was ready. He should be good to go, and that uh, it's not going to be a, a season long injury. So man, that's that is okay, absolutely good, good. great to hear because yeah. what a, I mean, he's a ball player, and, and again, getting to see him live in in Miami a few times. 
was uh, was always he was a pleasure to watch. The dude is he can hit anybody's fastball, man. I mean, That's, like that, that you, sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, you and, cannot and get a plays, fastball by that guy. Dude. And and when they moved him to center field, right? He's playing center field now instead of second base, I believe. Well, well, I haven't checked on the position, but I remember, like, I mean, there was a guy out there cranking a hundred, and he's like turning on it. Yeah, center field. He's turning on it. He's like screaming it down the first base line from, uh, from the left side of the plate. And I'm just like, what a freak of nature, man. But uh, anyways, yeah, glad glad to hear that. Glad to read that he's he's going to be all right. Um, anyways, but yeah, Michael Harris, uh, I guess junior or the second. Uh, he exited a game. Exited the game uh, yesterday. Um, not really sure. And then I think you had something on uh, on Evan White. Uh, yeah, it looks like Evan White is going to miss uh, a couple of months uh, up there in Seattle. And you know, I mean, it, the the kid's been have, he's had his fair share of injury setbacks this year, this his career. And mm-hmm. you know, this is just another one in a long line. And um, you know, it looks like they're they're thinking it's going to be. You know, a couple of months for sure, um, grade two growing strain. So he's going to be down for a little bit. You know, I mean, it's just uh, in the division, I'm not going to complain about it. But, you know, you don't want to see guys get hurt. And you don't mm-hmm. want to see guys, you know, start, you know, missing time and big portions of the season. But, you know, unfortunately, that's part of the game. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how it happens. And, and you know, I mean – it's just a, it's just kind of a rough thing for Evan White because he's been, you know, he's been getting his career back on track up there and, and, you know, helping that team win and you don't want to ever see anybody go down. And then speaking of another guy um, that looks like Liam Hendricks, <clears throat> is he going to be starting chemo? No, he's finishing. He's, finishing he's, Yeah, okay, he's, he's finishing up. I, I remember we did, we talked about this when it happened, that he was going, that he was uh, dealing with a bout of leukemia and that he was going to have to do chemo. And I remember talking about that because, you know, cancer is pretty near and dear right now. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I, uh, but I just want to say, first of all, uh, I hope that this is the last time that Liam Hendricks ever has to do anything <laughs> like that in his life. And I hope that this is the last time that, you know, he has this setback and that, that, you know, Liam gets back out on the South side and and starts throwing strikes for the White Sox. And, and I think we've talked about it. We talked about it with Trey Mancini and, you know, Mm -hmm. after you've went through chemotherapy and cancer treatment and all that stuff, hitting a little white ball or throwing a little white ball don't seem so bad yeah, or seem so hard. And, and, you know, so I'm, I'm, I've always been pulling for Liam Hendricks on this case and, you know, no reason to stop doing it now. And hopefully he comes back and has a really nice season with the White Sox up on the South side. Yeah. Listen to the, listen to this. Just, you know, I love these random stats, but 2019 to 2022, his average, he averaged uh, 56 games, 28 saves, 60 innings pitched, get this 90 strikeouts with a whip hold your horses here with a whip of 0.883. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> and, and that's why you don't want to see a guy like that have, wow. have something like that happen to him because he's been so good for the game. Listen and... to this bull bull. Listen to this 90 strikeouts to 12 walks on average for what looks like four seasons. 
That's what that's yeah, all you can ask for, right? That's what like almost yeah, eight dude. to one, eight to one, nine that's, to one, something like that. That is that is that is that is elite. Like a lot of times, the word elite gets thrown around a, a lot, you know, in in sports in general. But that is that is top to the top tier stuff here. So, anyways, uh, big big uh, big recovery. Can't wait to see him back on the field throwing that little white ball around. Um, let's jump, jump into some Rangers news. So uh, one of my favorite things that we've talked about off air today was the Jake DeGrom, uh, the, the myth, the myth grows, you know, like we were warm up. Let's just say I saw someone talking about the um, seeing DeGrom go through his, uh, his pregame warmups from, from about two hours before the game to, to game time. And it's nothing more than a couple of sprints, some, some stretching. And at about six forty-five, he turns to his catcher and says, let's do it. And starts throwing a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> it's I mean, like, I don't know what else to say about that. And then like when someone was like, Oh, you don't see that you, you don't see the hard work that he puts in blah, blah, blah. He's like, Oh, okay. This is from one of the ball players that played with him, and it was like, yeah, Degrom lives off of McDonald's Mountain Dew and fields some ground balls, and then just hucks at a hundred. <laughs> so so you know, it's so like mythology. You know, it's like it's like and mythological. And if know? there's any way that we can like keep that rolling, the Degrom mythology, know. like I mean, for, yes. before before you know it, we'll have him like he'll be like Vecna or something. <laughs> yeah. I love it, dude. Absolutely love it. And, you know, frankly, this but is let, the kind of stuff that makes sports fun, right? Yeah, let, but seriously, on a serious note with the Rangers, uh, Leody Tavares started a rehab assignment tonight. We saw him take a couple of swings, and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more when we go over this double-A game that we went to last night. But uh, it looks like, you know, we saw him take cuts in the cages, take cuts in the game. Everything looked good. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was running fine. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Couldn't tell that anything was uh, wrong with him at all. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he plays a couple of games in the outfield, either with Frisco or Round Rock this weekend. Um, I wouldn't see any reason to leave, take him off of Frisco, but they may send him down to Round Rock. Who knows? Um, not 100% sure on that. But he'll probably play some outfield this weekend and see how he's doing out there. And I wouldn't be shocked if he joins the team Monday against Kansas City. Yeah, I think that's kind of we were both kind of consensus after we talked about it that, you know, no ben- no benefit in making him go up to Chicago in the cold weather and, uh, yeah, and all that. that. Why not does. let him stay yeah. down here? You know, where yeah, it's even uh, still a little cold, but yeah, uh, I mean, it was a little chilly tonight. But I mean, you know, even with the wind blowing like it was last night in Frisco, it ain't it ain't going to yeah. be like the South Side with it blowing straight in right at him Jeez. all day long. I mean, on the mm. north side. I'm sorry, the north side of Chicago, Wrigleyville. It gets, you know, that 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 field is designed for for cold wind to blow into it. <laughs> well, hey, um, I think that's about all for the Texas Rangers news. I do. Uh, I want to kick it over to you because it because we have another big uh, event coming for uh, Deaf Breath from Deaf Breath. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to yeah. let you take it from here. Deaf Breath is Deaf Breath Entertainment is going to come together with Matt War Pro and Texas Roughhouse Wrestling on May 26th, and we're going to have, I want to say, Slam and Destroy. Yes. And uh, what's that? A play on some Metallica, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's a Metallica. And uh, you know what? Right now, as of right now, I mean, the 
the big story is the fallout from trouble on the Trinity too. Mm-hmm. Um, Brent McKenzie wins the heavyweight title or the Trinity river heritage title that we've been, yep. we've been talking about for three months now. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I got to admit that I don't think uh, anybody else is very happy about it. No. And no. that includes me, but I'm not part of that. <laughs> I got my own things going on right now. I, I, I got a young guy that all of a sudden decides that it's his time to hurt my chances to win the Trinity River. So I got my own problems on May 26th. So I'm going to let Brick and Damo take care of their beef with Brent mm-hmm. McKenzie. Um, but that's going to be May 26th at the Southside Preservation Hall. Slam and destroy a seven o'clock bell time. Mm-hmm. Uh, be there early because this is going to sell out. This is going, okay. there's not going to be any room there for you know, you got to get there early because last time we were at 90% capacity of this building, we were almost at 100% capacity of Martin House last yeah. Friday night. So, this, this show on may 26th it will be at capacity so get your tickets soon and as soon as we have the uh the ticket sales page we'll not only put it up on the website but we'll talk about it throughout the throughout the uh month these months coming up to uh, slam and destroy awesome awesome well hey uh may may 26th Southside preservation hall so let's jump into, uh, and I'm going to actually preempt this just a little bit because uh, I think it, it's relevant that we that we say it. Um, but you know, we did we are launching a subscription portion of the show called uh, "Down on the Farm with the Boys," and I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. And this is just going to be a little taste uh, over this next section, over the second half of the show. It's just a little taste of what you're going to get. Uh, on Down on the Farm, where we talk about in-depth uh, box scores and, and the goings-on with the Texas Rangers minor league uh, organizations. So, um, you know, three organizations yesterday kicked off their opening day, and then Round Rock kicked off their opening day, uh, I think it was uh, Thursday. Last Friday. Friday, last so Friday. they're into so, their second series with the Sugarland Space Cowboys right now. Yeah, so we're going to go over just a little bit of the uh, of the goings-on and give you guys a little bit of taste, uh, just because there wasn't a heck of a lot of Rangers news going on. But this is Rangers news because these are the guys uh, that if the Rangers make a big 10-year ten ten uh, you know, push for being a, a top uh, organization, you're going to see a lot of these guys, in, you know, and they're going to have to be major players. So I'm going to kick it over to you to kind of start us off with Low A, uh, the the Wood Ducks, and then uh, High A Hickory, if I'm not correct. Yeah, we'll and, start. Uh, talk a little bit about the goings on, and a lot of these guys you've heard on about on our show because they're in our top twenty, our next one. Yeah, we're going to start in Kinston with the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, the the Wood Ducks fell to the Canapolis Cannonballers five to four last night. Um, <laughs> now our our guy Brock Porter made his professional debut. Right, but uh, he wasn't able to get out of the first inning because of a pitch count. He, he worked over thirty pitches in the first inning, and uh, he had four walks. He only gave up one run, so it wasn't like mm-hmm. he was just you know like it was more about control and command, and that's going to mm-hmm. come. This is his first professional start. Uh, you know, I mean, I know, I know, we're all ready to get rid of rid of Andrew Heaney because he had one bad start, but I can't imagine <laughs> that we're ready to get rid of Brock Porter just yet because he didn't get out of the first inning. Um, now, no big deal. The rest of the, the rest of the team picked him up pretty well. 
They, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they made it a competitive ball game. And, uh, you know, our boy, Matt Broski, mm. he's going to take that loss because he had a rough seventh inning. Yeah. Um, in the seventh yeah, inning, he gave, up, right uh, he gave up three earned in that seventh inning. And, you know, like when you look at it between Porter and Broski and the trouble that they got into, I mean, walks. Walks are mm-hmm. the big, you know, you don't mind those hits because, if you you know, you can get out of that with some contact. You never know what's going to mm-hmm. happen with some contact. But when you're walking guys and you're putting them on base, it's it's tough. And, you know, I mean, where, where guys like McLean and Clark and Corniel kind of picked them up without the walks. Broski had a couple mm-hmm. of walks, gave up a couple of hits. Ends up, uh, you know, blowing a lead and the and they couldn't get back into it. But and he'll take that loss today. Uh, but uh, you know, overall, not a not an awful outing from Broski either. He just, you know, in the middle of the plate a little bit. Um, and, well, hey, and, you know what? We, we Broski is the official player for Texas Rangers with the boys, and we're going to give him a pass on this one. We're gonna we're gonna say, hey, you know what? It's just a tough outing. He's going to bounce back like the champion that he is. Uh, but looked like a uh, glider Figuero, correct? Uh, had a nice little game. Yeah, Figuero Figuero had a pretty good game. Anthony Guter- so good, Gutierrez, good Gutierrez had a pretty yeah. good game. Um, Mora Bell didn't have a great game. Uh, Collie didn't have a great game. Cueva didn't really have a great game. And our boy Yossi Galan, three strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it. You know, the reason he was in my top forty was because of power, and he had to cut down on those strikeouts if he wanted to stay there. And, mm-hmm. you know, not a great start for him tonight with a couple of – with three Ks and four at-bats. But, you know, it, again, it's early in the season. They scored some runs. They got on the board. Um, they just didn't, uh, you know, have enough firepower to, to get, them, get them a couple of more runs when they needed them down the stretch. Um, as far as uh, runners in scoring position, they were three for 12, which is about 260. Um, mm-hmm. Not great, but not bad. They had some hits, you know um, – uh, Figuero had a double, um, and Ian Mahler, who is a guy that'll probably be on our top 40 at the at middle of the season. Um, he had a double as well. So they, you know, they have some stuff, you know, they had some, they had some good things happen. Uh, Figuero had uh, two RBIs, um, and also, uh, scored a run, which is, you know, like we said, creating runs. Um, but overall nothing, uh, nothing too bad, nothing too great. Uh, the lineup is fun, though. I mean, I like yeah. the Kali, Gutierrez, Morabel, Mahler, Figueroa, one through five is really impressive. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll kind of we'll kind of wait and see on Cueva and, and Galan and see how they come around, and then we'll get more familiar with uh, Villarreal and uh, Ortiz as the season goes on. Looks like Hickory though had a better had a better uh, had a better opening day. Uh, against uh, let's see, I don't even know the Winston Salem Dash. The Winston Salem Dash, yes. Uh, Hickory uh, at Hickory at the mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, is it Franchier Stadium, something like that, over in Hickory. Uh, the old seven run second. Yeah. Yeah. The old yeah, the seven old run, seven second. run second. Yeah, that'll yeah. that'll help. Uh, that'll help a good pitcher every time. And uh, and Santos was. Uh, I don't know what's the word for what he was tonight. Pretty good. Steady. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty electric. Yeah. One hit, one hit over six innings and five Ks. Uh, mm-hmm. The important stat to me, zero walks, mm. zero walks. Mm. Um, the, 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 the bullpen did their part. Uh, 
Alstrom got beat up a little bit, and Mraz mm-hmm. wasn't super great. But fortunately, they had eight or ten runs to play with. And, uh, you know, six for 13 with runners in scoring position. Uh, the guys that we that we like from up here, um, uh, Damon Easley's kid is on that team. Yeah. I think his name is Jace yeah. Easley. Um, okay. He's a pretty decent player. He'll come around. You'll, you'll see it as, as you go on. Um, and then we know Maximo. about Maximo Acosta. Um, he, had a, he had a hit and – uh, Osuna had a couple of hits, and then we know about Cody yep. Freeman, who had a hit Absolutely. and a couple of walks, and um, and then we'll learn more about Hatcher. Uh, Mateo is mm-hmm. a guy that we liked in the outfield that would just missed mm-hmm. our top forty list, um, and he was three for five today. Uh, and then Franier Chavez is uh, is a young guy, um, and then Rodriguez and Hicks are both both guys that we'll kind of learn a little bit more about this year as they play their second year of big of pro ball. Awesome. Awesome. But overall Man. a really nice start for the, uh, the Hickory Craig crawdads today, 10 runs. Um, and, and like we said, the old seven run seventh, or I mean the seven, yeah. run, seven run second. Um, so, you know, nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, had, had, not only did, you know, they, they produced runs with Jace Easley walked with the bases mm-hmm. loaded um Josh Hatcher doubles with the with a couple of runners on uh, or mm-hmm. with three runners on and and drives them all in and then uh Daniel Mateo finished it off with uh driving in Josh Hatcher so they had a a really nice a really nice second uh worked their way around and and Winston Santos I mean there's nothing more that you can say about him but he was incredible tonight well, and no home runs. They did it all playing playing baseball. Yeah, no, uh, finding no gaps and ball. making contact. Yeah, yeah, you love it. So, hey, if everybody, if you like, um, if you like what you're hearing here, and us going around the minor leagues and talking about the prospects, that if you've been a, a listener of the show, uh, you're familiar with some of these names. Thanks to thanks to Manimal and all his extra work that he puts in. I'm familiar with their names. Well, and, yeah, because it's really not exciting. Only, not only have we done shows on our top prospects but we've also went over these pitching staff so there shouldn't be any starting pitchers in the minor leagues this year that come up and surprise you right and so if you like the content and you like what we're doing here especially because you know you like the texas rangers with the boys then i definitely suggest that you subscribe to our new uh down on the farm with the boys it's minor league news box scores, updates, and sometimes it'll be a little bit of an overflow. Let's say we have a ton, you know, we're coming in on a Monday and, and we've got a ton of extra stuff to, that we can't cover uh, for the Rangers or, 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 you know, we don't get to it in the podcast, maybe a little of the, the regular podcast, uh, a little bit of the overflow might, we might, might make it in there as well. So again, it's just uh, extra content and mainly focused on the minor leagues so that you can get to know about this team and this organization uh, as it as it goes along so if you like that uh keep your head up for the subscription if you go to our website you'll see a little a little uh button on there that you can subscribe our spotify channel has the subscription uh, button on there as well and right now it's dollar 99 a month i mean nothing crazy we're not yeah, asking no for, no uh, and, for anything and hey, crazy so uh, honestly if, if you come to us and you tell us that's too high maybe we'll even lower it we don't yeah, know we don't know we didn't yeah, know what we heard to put on, on there we don't we don't yeah. know i mean we're just we're just trying to figure out a way for you guys to get more Rangers information and for us to maybe able to 
put a dollar in our pocket for it. Absolutely, because we we really we love this, and we want to would definitely make this uh, our full living at some point uh, in our lives, and and this is uh, this is part of what we're doing to get there. So, anyways, enough of that. Um, let's speaking of, let's talk about AAA. Uh, I did what well, there was a game. I think Cole there, Wynn well, what tonight, happened? Correct? What what, what happened night? was uh, Wednesday. Wednesday's game was postponed. If we remember, we talked about that, that it had gotten postponed by some hail and lightning down there in, in, in Sugarland. All hail. Well, last night they picked up where they left off and uh, they were in the, I want to say the top of the third or maybe the bottom of the third. And uh, Cole Wynn took over for the, for the, the express. Okay. And just another night where I'm in, just didn't have that command, you know. Five walks. Man. Yeah, the walks, man, it's killer, you know. I mean, and then when you put that on top of seven hits, the fact that he only gave up three runs seems like he was doing uh, quite a bit of uh, a circus act out there to get yeah. out of these things. Um, so, you know, just another, another night where Rangers farmhand pitching, because we're going to talk about another guy that we've been excited about that, Maybe his command wasn't as great as we would have liked in in Double A last night. Same can be said about Cole Wynn, um, because everybody else. I mean, after Cole Wynn goes out, the the bullpen gives up one hit and one walk, and and mm-hmm. but they just were, you know, down five five runs, and you know couldn't get it to, couldn't get it back couldn't get back in in front of on that game, and you know, but J P Martinez stays hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, yeah, yeah, he's, he's hitting six fifteen right now. Six fifteen. Uh, like we got to put the that's the one point seven six five ops. Yeah, like but pretty much, you know, outside of him last night, uh, last night, or the, with the rest of the game, not much going. They had a they had a hit from Ornalis, a hit from Sandy Leone, and a hit from mm-hmm. Blaine Krim. I think the one thing that's uh, really starting to become a little bit frustrating is. Uh, Justin Foscue is now O for the season, mm. playing yeah. playing some second base. Uh, he played some third yesterday. Um, I think he's going to DH some, play some left fields uh, and some first base. So, you know, I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind that Foscue will turn this thing around. But uh, you know, it's it's kind of starting to be a little concerning a little bit that, of an you issue, know yeah. yeah yeah but I, I i imagine he'll he'll uh turn this thing around and also uh, davis wenzel is also oh for the season and that's a little bit concerning too because this is a guy that was first round draft pick somebody that we thought was going to help the major league team you know when we mm-hmm. when when he was drafted in 2019 or 2018 uh, and just never really has and uh you know so we'll kind of We'll kind of keep watching on him, but uh, as of right now, Davis Wenzel and Justin Foskey were both really struggling at the plate, and the same can be said about Jonathan Ornelas. And speaking of uh, with Wenzel, so remember at the game last night, I was telling you that I thought Trevor Halver was a certain person. It was Wenzel is who I thought he was for some reason. Don't, don't uh, ask me why, okay, okay. but that's who I thought he was. Uh, but speaking of Halver, uh, he had a huge night last night. So I think well, it's time we jump you into wanna, just the real main. quick. Uh, I know I yeah. said JP Martinez, but JP Martinez also had an eighth inning home run. Um, so yes. flashing some power, continuing to hit. 
Um, so a lot of a lot a lot can be said right now about JP Martinez's game. Yeah, and and kind of what we thought we might be seeing from Foskey, we're seeing from Martinez. Um, so let's talk about the main event tonight. The the uh, today is, and that was last night, which we were out there live in Frisco for opening day of the Frisco Rough Riders, and boy, did they not disappoint! It was an exciting game, and I have to say this part because I'm so I just love minor league baseball. They were playing the Amarillo Sod Poodles, which is the coolest mascot I think in all of professional sports. Yeah, there's there's no doubt that's a great ma- that's a great mascot. You know, at first uh, I thought a sod poodle was a a, what it, a tumbleweed. <laughs> like, I just kind of assumed like because that's all you really see in Amarillo when you get up on right. the highway, you know, just tumbleweed <laughs> after tumbleweed flowing by. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, it is a uh, prairie dog. Yeah, yeah, which uh, I can say from firsthand experience being in Amarillo quite a bit. I have never seen a prairie dog in uh, in Amarillo, no. but let's be honest, I ain't never seen a Rough Rider in Fort or, or in Frisco either. So um, maybe we're looking way too much into these uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. these mascots. But uh, yeah, man, it was a fun it was a fun game for the uh, for Frisco. Um, outside of a couple of a pair of two run home runs that Jack Leiter gave up. The pitching was pretty good. Um, yeah. No complaints. I mean, and really, I don't think Jack Leiter was, was great, but he wasn't bad either. Um, no. His stuff is there. It's just the command of that stuff. I mean, he's got to be able to, he, he's got a 96, 97 mile an hour fastball. We got to see that thing over the plate and getting guys out with it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I, I had, I had seen that he was adding a slider in spring training and, and, you know, I had kind of assumed that that slider was going to be uh, there put in place to help his curveball, but I didn't see a lot of curveballs tonight. I saw mostly fastball slider change. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and really all fastballs, I felt like for the first couple of innings, at least what I remember is just, he was just having trouble. It seemed like getting his fastball where he wanted it. That, that was, if I were to just say what, what I was seeing from my perspective is just, he wasn't getting the fastball over. And when he was, it was kind of like going right down the middle and they were, they were making some, I mean, he could have given up a few more runs just because they hit a few balls really hard at some guys. Um, well, so he was giving some, giving some hard breaks. hit balls out there. Th- right. Those are the breaks too. I mean, that's what you got to hope for if you're going to be a successful pitcher in, in baseball is that when you do give up something hard hit, it's right at somebody. Um, exactly. But, uh, you know, I don't, I didn't think, I mean, because Rangers Twitter is ready to trade him. Right. Yeah. You know, as they but, always are. but uh, you know, as, as, as they always are, I mean, again, it's, it's his first <laughs> outing in his second year of pro ball. Um, again, I, I feel like it was a very ambitious placement last year when they felt like he needed to be at double a to start the, mm-hmm. to start the year. Um, so we'll just see. I'm not. I'm not ready to just say, "Hey, you know, my Jack Leiter's a piece of junk, and let's trade him." No, because no, no, no. I mean, we saw that the, the makings are there. The 97 yeah, mile stuff. an hour fastball, the curveball. You know, I want to see him throw that curveball more um, the next outing instead of uh, set of so much fastball slider. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, I mean, still five strikeouts and four and a third. 
um, the mm-hmm. walks, those three walks, because all three, the two of those walks came back to haunt him because he walked somebody in front of the home run both times. I believe. Yep, both times. No, you're right. Both times. Yeah, and, it was a, a walk preceded the homer. And and one of those home runs was Jordan Lawler, who is going to yep. play big time professional baseball for a lot of years in the big leagues. Um, so you know, I mean, that guy's going to get a lot of pitchers this year in in yep. uh, in minor league in Double A. Um, but the, the good thing was, I mean, you know, the, the, the Diamondbacks are sending their top um, double-A pitcher to the hill tonight, too. And yeah. Frisco got him pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Frisco they, got him they, lit him. They, lit, yeah. they lit him up. His name was Bryce Jarvis. Um, and apparently, I mean, uh, I'm not quite sure looking at just some of the numbers if he is their top guy, but – um, you know, he, he didn't have very, he didn't look like a top guy against the, against the rough riders and they, they lit him up pretty good. Um, yeah. while we're talking um, about pitching, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say they kind of got bailed out on a missed, misstep by Evan Carter. Well, or he in, did. In terms he kinda, of, well, he missed second base on that triple and that ended the inning and the Rangers were still go, or I mean, the rough riders were still going. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I won't talk about Evan Carter in a second, but um, while we're still talking about pitching, I wanted to bring up uh, Grant Anderson, who I felt like kind of in some ways kind of stabilized uh, the Ranger or the, the Rough Riders because he came in and threw almost three innings and he is the funkiest wind up. I mean, he's got a, he almost literally has his back to the, to the, uh, to the plate before he throws. Yeah. And, and he throws from a weird angle as well. Yep. Um, he but he was, he was good. Yeah. Down. Yeah. He had three strikeouts and two and two thirds. He only gave up a couple of hits, but yeah, he kind of, he kind of picked up lighter, right. You know, right when he, mm-hmm. lighter kind of needed it. And, uh, um, yeah, Anderson was really good today. And, and, uh, I thought I was, I was really impressed and, uh, it kind of makes me think, why wasn't this guy more on my radar? Mm-hmm. Um, no, agreed. And and one guy before we get to because he I wouldn't necessarily could be the hero of the game. I'm not sure because some other guys had some great games, but I want to talk about him and, and because he gets talked about a lot. Many people have him as the number one prospect in the organization. And after getting to see him live, I can see why. And as Evan Carter, I mean, he's such a pro, dude. I mean, yeah. when he gets up there, like I he got, I'll, I'll say the time that the most impressive thing was that triple. He was down 0-2. He fought his way. He fouled some balls off. He fought his way all the way back up to three two, and, and it's found almost a gap. Like he yeah, made and, it. Yeah, and he, he didn't made find him a gap, a good right? Pitch. He didn't find a gap. He cleared the left fielder's head. Yeah, he blasted that. And yeah, he, he, it was opposite field. Yeah, he burned the, the left fielder with that. It wasn't like it was, um, you know, it wasn't like he found a gap and he ran for days. He put it over his head and still ran for days. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, he missed second base. Um, mm-hmm. Which the big base? Uh, yeah, I mean the the damn thing twenty five by twenty five. How'd he miss it out there? Uh, Pizza but, box. But you know, shit happens, and he uh, he missed a bag, and that ended a, a the the what was it a six run rally for the range or the rough riders? Yeah, see, let's see, yeah, those a six, six run, run rally, six run. and uh, you know, all those runs were unearned. Mm. And they were all unearned, I believe, like off of that pickoff throw. The it's just the, wild where he get six runs unearned. Yeah, the, not very often that you get. So that means probably most of that stuff happened with two outs. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, I mean, well, uh, Carter Carter was tremendous. Um, Dustin uh, Harris. Dustin Harris. I mean, he he smoked the right fielder on he his was first at bat. Everything, dude. Yeah, Even everything. Single he hit was, was hit a, hard. The single was a was a late was a was a rope, man. Um, and you know, a guy that uh, um, that was on base all night, didn't have a hit, scored three mm-hmm. runs, was Sajisi. Yeah. So GC we had corrected been, you on your yeah yeah he, yes. uh, which thank you because I would I I didn't mean to you know I just hadn't heard it pronounced before so mm-hmm. and and when I had heard it pronounced before they were botching it too so <laughs> so I didn't have a real you know I didn't have a real grasp on it but uh, getting to talk to him for a minute tonight and uh, finding out Sajisi is the way to say it um, that helps me a ton um, uh, Hover had the grand slam. Yeah, and uh, Kellen had the kind of the 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 what is it, the Robbie Grossman moment. Yeah, he was. I mean, because he was, he didn't look like he had a clue at the plate uh, before that. Right, um, he was struggling a little bit. Uh, Kellen Strom had a couple of uh, opposite field hits, and mm-hmm. uh, really, uh, you say that um, Evan Carter was the MVP of the game, but I'm going to give that role to Scott Capers. Yeah, Scott Capers came up twice with the bases loaded. Both times came up with hits, drove in three runs, and uh, you know caught a pretty good game behind the plate. So overall, yeah. I mean, a fun time out in Frisco this week or last night, and uh, it was good to see the Rough Riders win. And it was fun to watch some of these guys. The one thing I am going to say is I would like to see Luis Angel Acuna take a pitch at some time, <laughs> at some point. That that kid, yeah. that kid He's had swung five. At Five at bats and he didn't take one pitch the whole night. <laughs> You're right. I, we were just mentioning it the whole game. Is like, is he? The only pitch he took was a pitch he half swung at. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, so before we before we get out of here tonight, Kev, I want to give everybody pitching matchups for tomorrow. Down East hasn't uh, put their pitching uh, pitcher up for tomorrow yet, um, and I haven't seen who that's going to be. But uh, for Hickory. We're going to get to see Kumar Rocker. Mm. For Frisco tomorrow night, it's going to be Bar Fight White, Owen White, yeah. our number one prospect. And yep. uh, for the Round Rock Express tonight, you will see uh, Corey Bradford throw again. So, oh, yeah. um, so you know, all, uh, all three of those guys that we talked about are all guys that are in our top 40 prospects. And uh, it'll be it'll be nice to see all those guys pitch tonight. And you know, I mean, as soon as we get off of here, I'm going to go back and watch uh, um, Hickory and Down East from last night. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media, TX Rangers WTB, and that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Beautiful. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to our new uh, subscription service down on the farm with the boys, uh, where we go in depth in minor league news, box scores and updates. So if you liked uh, the second part of the show tonight, uh, that's, that's pretty much what you're going to be getting with the minor leagues. A lot of the same stuff that we do with the, with the main ball club, we'll be doing with the minor leagues and news and notes and what's going on with these players and and who you might see. Uh, Because like I'm telling you guys, Bull told me yesterday, that um or day before i want to say day before yesterday he's like hey we might get to see leodi at at frisco how does he know this stuff i don't know it's not my job to find out how he got where who his sources are <laughs> but we 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 you're gonna hear stuff on the show that that you're 
you're, these, you're going to hear stuff that you, you won't find on Twitter. Um, and, so, and also, I want to say, I can't recommend it enough to get out to Frisco to the Dr. Pepper ballpark. Man, beautiful place. Beautiful place to go see a ball game. Super nice. A lot of money they put into that. Um, and also, again, don't forget to take our poll uh, on Spotify, which is, uh, do you guys want t-shirts? Because we are, we are in the midst of getting some t-shirts designed and getting things ready to go. Uh, we do have a, a, a distributor. And so if you guys want it, let us know. Take the poll. Uh, tell somebody about us. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are signing out.